the direction of music. We back. Sorry. <laughs> I'm using that for the intro. That's gonna be the code. Okay. <laughs> I'm Mark. I'm Nick. I'm Sadie. And this is Letters to Podcast. We back, y'all. We back with the lettuce, too. We back with, you know, with the three musket queers. You know, Sadie's took a little break last episode, but she she back now. Period. I'm big. Now, we getting together because, you know, in our first episode back, we was talking about, you know, the Beyonce album. And that just made me think, like, a lot of the new girls can't sing. You know, a lot of new girls don't got longevity Mm-mm. either. But before we get into the new girls... What y'all think about that Beyonce album? What y'all think about the whole Renaissance experience? Comfortable in my skin. <laughs> <laughs> I just will say that Church Girl is the anthem, and yes. I've never felt so seen in my entire life. <laughs> Period. <laughs> I will. Drop it like a thought. I will. I will definitely drop it like a thought. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And be in church the next morning. Yeah, period. That's my song too on there, like for sure. Oh, I love that. Every song. song on there. I mean, it's it's really hard to pick a favorite. Oh yeah, my favorite song is the remix. Break my soul remix featuring Madonna. Oh, that was good. I like that That's too. Good. That was good. That was good. Kills it. I really enjoyed that. Beyonce that did the damn great. thing with this album. This is this is this is a really good album. Literally me driving I just love up seeing here. Black women. I love seeing black women support black women. And her, the shout outs that she gave. Yeah, that she was everything. I got chills when I was listening to that. I was like, okay, Beyonce. She took it to Shirley. She took it to Janet. She came back with Kelly and Michelle. And Period. she went all around. She even gave like, Riri and Nikki um, shout outs, which is. Well, Nikki, Nikki, I expected. Riri yeah, was a surprise. Riri was a surprise. Yeah. But I, yeah. She but she I mean, did collaborate with Nikki in the past, so yeah. Right, so it makes sense. It makes sense. The whole album, fire. Period. I listened to it about six times say, driving up here. Nonstop. When it dropped, when it dropped, I was kind of skeptical because I was kind of iffy would break my soul. We all was. Yeah, we all was. I was like, Ugh. but then hearing the entire project, I was like, oh, I see what you're doing, you know. She did what Drake tried to do, but she actually succeeded. Well, yeah, he literally said, honestly, never mind. Never mind this. I'm going to push this out because Beyonce comment. And she did. She definitely did. And she ate. Like, when I first heard, first off, when I first heard Alien Superstar. Unique? Literally everywhere I go, it's in oh. my head. I say that definitely. Like mm-hmm. the transitions of the album, incredible. Because at one point I'm like, damn, this is a whole nother song. Like it was just her paying homage to like the house artists and producers, and even having some of them on um, the record and body of work. It was just phenomenal. Like. That's why I like the remix to break my soul because after she listened, after she named all you know the black females who killed the game over the years, she also named out some of the big houses, mm-hmm. and I was like, mm-hmm. okay, she just yeah. she's throwing it to everybody. 
Yeah, she paying homage. And that's what you do when you go back and you sample or, you know, like use it as your muse. You go back and you, you know, thank the pioneers, thank the people that like started. Cause I mean, we, we definitely needed this because this album clearly is for the girls, period. We it sure is. We really, really need this. And we got Beyonce, you know, like her fan base and everything is majority of, you know, the girls. So like, why not like give back? And I think it's beautiful. Um, And I'm excited for this act two because you're supposed to do an act two and act three. So I'm like. Act two? So what it's going to gonna be three acts for the. Okay. Mm-hmm. I don't, I don't even, I'm, I'm. I don't even know what to and say. I'm looking back. I'm looking back, and I didn't. Even, I forgot that she mentioned Betty Davis. I love me some Betty Davis. That, me that too. Crazy white lady. <laughs> love me some Betty Davis. But yeah, I'm, I'm like, oh my see that. If she's still gonna continue to give it for the girls, or is she gonna do something else? Like we don't know. You just never know with Beyonce. Just never know. But this she got to act. Wait, she got to act two and three coming. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's That's a what three they part say. series. Mm-hmm. I did, a three part see I'm not ready for this I didn't know this I'm not prepared I'm ill prepared this is too much we she went from not having an album for almost what six seven years and now she trying to she doing she throwing it back to she let you know she let you know she is back she is back and you know what I'm really really thankful that T.S. Madison was able to get on there that was fire, yeah. mm-hmm. like cozy, and that's my song. But like hearing the sound, it was just phenomenal. I can go on and on. It was just phenomenal. Thick, you know what I'm saying? I ain't even that thick, but it made me feel thick. You know what I'm saying? That's my America has a problem. Come on, now. y'all seen it? Definitely, definitely moving my thick ass <laughs> to thick. I ain't gonna lie to you. <laughs> For real, and you can just play <clears throat> this album top to bottom. And girl, and having Grace Jones on move. Oh yeah, that's my song too. Yeah, y'all, y'all know I love me some '80s music. I love me some motherfucking Grace Jones. Yeah, fire, fire. And then she sampled like, Blondie. The last song was Blondie. Like, yes, like girl, like she reached. Now I'm still trying to figure out. I didn't pay that much attention. Mm-hmm. I don't even know which song did she sample of. Khalees, what song is that? With the Khalees sample, um, it's the. And what line. song did she sample for Khalees? Because I'm like, I thought it was milkshake. Hear it. I think it was milkshake that she sampled, if I'm not mistaken. I must have missed it because I didn't. I ain't she, hear it. Well, and she I, removed it. Like, she removed it from the from the album. Um, but I'm like, oh, she didn't yeah, it you. was milkshake, and it was supposed to be an energy. An energy, uh huh. But literally, I didn't hear anything of it. Did y'all well, hear see, it before? Like, the, it happened so fast. They, I want to say, like within the first day or two, that she that the controversy. I heard it as soon as the, the album dropped. I heard the song, and I was, and then I like hours later, I see this Khalees video, and I'm like, wait, what? Which song was it? Because I didn't get not a milk or a shake or yard. <laughs> what the fuck? Okay. I think it was like some of the the instrumentals and like the um, like with the the drums, something like that. Sounded similar to. I am so terrible at this music thing, but I remember them saying like it didn't sound like that to me. Go ahead, go ahead. It happened so, and then she removed it. Like I want to say the very next day after the album dropped, she 
remove the song, the well, the part that was sampled and gave everybody a completely different song. Mm. So, see, I have to say, I got what Khalees is coming from, but I also get what Beyonce did. Like, yeah, she should have reached out to you on like some artists, some artistry type level shit, but. Me reaching out to you, you don't own the song. So me reaching out to you on like, you know, just on some artistry type shit, you can't legally give me the go ahead to sample this song. Mm-hmm. Pharrell can because Pharrell is the one who owns it. See, I so I, I get both sides. Mm-hmm. I guess the respect thing, come to me, you sampling my the song that I made popular. But I also get Beyonce's side, like, bitch, you don't own this song. So me talking to you I can get sued by Pharrell because Pharrell owned this shit. That's who I got to be talking well, to. Well, you know what? I also think, too, and I could be wrong, but I remember some of the articles that I was reading, and one of the things that was said was that Beyonce did initially credit her on the album. Yeah, what well, she did. And in doing that, that would have been her way of making sure that Khalees, going forward, gets royalties right. for this particular song, even though she didn't get what she was due previously, you know, original, originally, you know, with the original song. So I thought that if that was, if that was her intention, if that was Beyonce's intention, like kudos to her, you know, for looking out for another black woman, right. because, you know, too often you hear about people in in the music industry getting done dirty, like Khalees did. Mm-hmm. And this is, I guess she could say Beyonce is a way of kind of like, I don't want to say throwing her yeah. a bone, but like looking out for her and like, you may not have gotten credit the first time, but we're definitely going to make sure that you get you get it this time. Credit this this time because I mean, the song is iconic I because of she you. She gave everybody credit. Yeah, she, she gave everybody she credit. Did. I'm seeing she gave TikTokers uh, credit. Raphael Sadiq. I'm seeing uh, uh, goddamn James Brown. I'm seeing she Larry Griffin Jr. I'm seeing Tom Claudio. Like yeah, everybody getting like, she got everybody on. I just yeah. didn't believe her her like, anger was channeled. It really needs to be wrong direction. Yeah, it needs to be Beyonce. That's really what it comes down to. And then I think when Beyonce did remove the song, she removed Pharrell and anyone else who had because she moved she removed the song completely from her from the Mm -hmm. from the version that she ended up putting out afterwards. So no one's getting anything now. But it's just interesting to me how I mean I would love to to believe that that was what Beyonce was doing for her, but. Mm-hmm. I think yes, she does. Yes, summer renaissance. Uh, Clark, uh, Clark, the Clark sisters. That's the church I'm girl. Well, tw- Twinkie, Twinkie Clark. Yeah, I'm seeing. Oh, and they were not happy about that. The uh, the 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 church has not been happy about for the yeah. You see, y'all seen that video? Yeah, floating I'm around. Girl, shut up. Why would you listen to Shut up. But I'm seeing uh, a Tina Marie sample. Yeah, Pastor, you what she is you doing it. watching? I'm listening. Girl, shut up. Yeah, Who said no? Nah, because then that's the whole that was the whole purpose of Church Girl. Like he completely missed the point of the song. Right. The fact that black women, specifically black women, because this is that's who she's referring to. Right. All a lot of the black women who who, mm-hmm. who are in a church are always given a message that you have to be pious, you have to be mm-hmm. respectful of your body, like you don't own your body. Um, you have to be silent in the church, like this subordinate to men in the church. Right. And she, I think with this song, she was trying to say like, you know, I'm taking back control of my body. I'm taking back control right. of my voice. 
and I'm going to enjoy myself and be a multifaceted being. Yes, I'm I'm a pious woman, but I'm also a sexual being, you know? Right. I experience That's a whole wide range be. of emotions and I should be allowed to experience that and not and not be persecuted by the church for that, especially by men in the church. And right. you know, I think anytime you have a, a a message of female empowerment in music from Beyonce specifically, the the, the men in the church are going to have an issue with it because again, it gives more power to women, and which is crazy to me because if you really think about it, black women are like the backbone of the church. You know, period. A lot of stuff that goes on in the church, and I and I and I mean like really making things happen, really providing support to the people in the church. Black women are at the core of that. Right. And I feel like, you know, that the song was really talking about that, 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 that difficult space that black women find themselves in where they're not able to fully be um, a realized human being because of the expectations, gender expectations in the church or whatever. So that's what they were mad about. And um, I want to say, Dorinda Clark, the sister of Twinkie Clark. She was like, leave Beyonce. She was like, leave leave, Beyonce alone. <laughs> has been cut. Leave Beyonce alone. And then she, started, mm-hmm. then she started bringing Rihanna into it. Like, what, girl? Like, stop it. Stop it. Just stop it, please. It, it was too much. Like, I, get what, I get you, girl. Direct the energy towards Pharrell. And, you know, those deals in the, the mid to late 90s all the way to the thousands were trash. Well, pretty much the entire so, music industry up from, from the beginning of it all the way yeah. to like the 2000s is really the problem. Not yeah. even just the 90s. Yes. But, yeah. you know, because yes. you, you can watch... Did y'all ever watch My Rainey's Black Bottom? I think we talked about this before. But... That was like the first time you started, uh, you got to see black people being, um, well, we basically started the whole recording music in the first place. Like they, it was black artists that they were using. They were exploiting black artists and not wanting to pay them what they were owed or give them ownership of their own music. You know, like they let them record the music and perform the music, but the white men owned the rights to the music. And they were able to utilize that, capitalize off that, and you know, build wealth from owning the rights to the music. That's where the real ownership, you know, that's where the real, I guess you could say, power and um, wealth comes from owning the rights to the music, not just performing it. And that's kind of what Khalees, where she found her in that situation where she was only getting paid when she performed the music, but not whenever the music is being the right owning the ownership of having the ownership of the music. The rights to the music, so and it get hard as hell. That's why, like, mm-hmm. if you're like a musician or an artist, you definitely have to read those recording contracts because yep. anything, the wording, anything, can be manipulated, and right. you like writing away like your whole life away, like with your owning mm-hmm. like your masters, your lyrics, your songwriting, like you're just signing that off away so you definitely have to be super mindful because it's a lot of artists that that happen to and they don't even get paid much like if you like what you hear don't forget to leave us a review and a rating on whatever podcast platform you're listening on also follow us on twitter at letters to media and on instagram at letters underscore podcast
you no, know, you saw how, what happened to TLC and yeah. TLC and Tony Braxton. What happened to them? You know, those first projects that they put out were amazing. And my thought was, well, I know if they're make if they're making amazing music like this, they have to be raking, raking it in. Right. And when when they got up there and said, T-Boss, and then he got up there and said, we broke. I'm like, wait, what? How? What do you mean you broke? You selling millions <coughs> of records? Because this is mm-hmm. CDs at the time. So mm-hmm. <laughs> physical, physical copies. You have to go in. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like people got to get out there their houses get in your car and go to the store and buy these Mm -hmm. cds you know you're selling this you're selling merch sold out tours and it's just like what do you mean you broke like i didn't understand it i did not understand came out and and was honest and was like hey we're we're not making anything like we need our fucking contracts and it's the same especially like with our people like they pray but like even with hip-hop like hip-hop literally yep. just 40 something years old like the other day i'm like damn like i we really was like birthed into like the hip-hop generation but even mm-hmm. with that like you going into these like you know neighborhoods and stuff and they're very very talented and they want to make money they you know see what they see on tv and stuff and like i want to do that and a lot of times you have these record industries that come in and they explore export them They exploit their vulnerabilities. They know these people are desperate. They need money, and like they'll quickly sign over the rights to their to their music just to have a record deal. Mm -hmm. And that's essentially what Master P talked about. That when um um I want to say on Solange's album, he he goes kind of goes through his life story and how they were about to give him a million dollars just to have the rights to his music. And he he was smart enough to to um to think about that. Like if they're willing to give me a million dollars just for this, my, my stuff right. has to be worth more than that because they're going to make money from this. So yeah. he didn't sell the rights to his music to, to them and he ended up becoming yeah. very successful yeah, on his own. Created yep. his own label and was able to hold on to the rights to his music and not, you know, miss out on that. Because a million dollars seems like it's a lot of money, but the money is, the real money or the real wealth is only the rights to it. Just like, um, is it Jason Weaver from, um, he was the voice of, the singing voice of Simba in yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, The Lion King and his mother, they were going to pay him like, I think, was it a million dollars to do just to sing? Oh, it was, was it, it might've been a million dollars or it might've been like a hundred. I don't know. It was, it was, it was a large, it was a large sum of money, but in the grand scheme, it wasn't that much. Yeah. And he almost, they, they almost were going to go with that. But his mother was just like, mm, no, nah, this is going to make some money because this is a Disney production. And she was able to negotiate him earning royalties as part of his um, contract. And to this day, he said he still gets royalty checks from Disney for The Lion King whenever they use the likeness of The Lion King. And he's made way more money than he would have gotten in that first paycheck. That, that, that one paycheck, that, that lump sum that they would have gave him. I believe it. And that's, you know, shout out to his mom for thinking long term. Because, mm-hmm. yeah, they're going to present you the max, the million dollars up front, like here it is but you got to think about the future two years from now three years mm-hmm. from now because we live in a microwavable society now where you're yep. 60 seconds to be gone like and that's it mm-hmm. you know so that was definitely smart of his mother definitely doing that for sure and a lot of artists and, need to take heed to that too 
Do y'all remember too how when we were growing up, an a, an artist would put out an album and it would be promoted for like a year, maybe two, three years mm-hmm. before it came out. Now yeah. it's like you only got a few months, maybe a year max to promote an album and then it's on to the next one. It's just amazing to me how quickly that time, like, you know, like we were talking about how we live in a microwavable society now. When it That's comes because to the market is saturated. Yeah. Market is saturated. And people aren't. I mean, because now, cause now you have people, people dropping songs on TikTok, people on YouTube and Instagram influencers. Everybody think they can be a goddamn singer. Right, and it's like, no, like you, you edit some shit together. You like, can you go on tour? Can you sing? And, and, and yeah, sing it's it's just the talent. <laughs> Did y'all see that video? Did y'all see that YouTube documentary where the dude kind of broke down? It's I think it was called "Why the New Girls Can't Sing" or something like that. It was oh y'all need to it, I forget his name let me let me see if I can find it but it was a really, really good documentary it made me when Marcus said these girls can't sing he broke down like he 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 broke down exactly why um our our my contemporary artists just do not have the same level of I don't want to say talent but he said but he basically said the quality of the music that's produced that they produce now is completely different because of the fact that it, it boils down to this one one factor they're not spending enough time practicing their craft Mm -hmm. to become experts at it and paying their dues in the industry before they become famous right and he went through the history put you in a studio put a little auto-tune fix your pitch here and there and if you because right now the new girls is based off a look it's not really the talent yes yes okay so the 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 YouTuber's name is, or the channel is Black Music Archive, and it's a video essay called Why the New Girls Can't oh, Sing. I, I follow him. Yeah. I follow him. That was, I, that, I watched that documentary, I want to say a few months ago, and I thought it was really fascinating that he was able to pinpoint one of the reasons why the music that we listen to nowadays just isn't of the same quality as previously, and they don't have longevity. Like, no, gonna be bumping these songs no. in twenty. Years. No, no, they're not. No, I'm they're not. people. People not gonna be bumping these TikTok songs in twenty. Like, music's so good that we listen to music that our grandparents listen yes. to. I still got songs from the 50s, 60s, 70s. I, I will put on some goddamn Diana Ross and the Pips and 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 the Blue Jays and Frankie Lyman and the in the in the teenagers and all types mm-hmm. of shit. It still hits. Some 50, 60 years later. And those, I don't care. And some of them, and the song from the 2000s hit too, because I was still shaking tail fellow with Netflix. Net- and see, that's right around the time that I stopped listening to to contemporary music. I really stopped, mm-hmm. like, after around 2003, 2004. I wasn't listening to a lot of new music at that point. I still have, I still have my favorites. Like, you know, I love Beyonce. That's when her career really right. took off. Mm-hmm. But my thing is, Beyonce is one of those artists that, like he says, have put a lot of time into practicing training the singing. And right one of the things that they, that he mentioned too was like okay everyone we've, we i've heard this before in the business world you need ten thousand hours of practice to master a skill right and so a lot of these artists that the previous artists you know they would be practicing in church mm-hmm. they would be practicing in their schools choir or music programs you know right. and Hell, some of them would just get together with their friends and they would yeah. practice with their friends, you know. 
the point is they were spending hours and hours and hours. So by the time they were like, you know, in their early twenties, they were well-seasoned musicians, artists, and they would actually take some of their time to work in different roles in the industry. Some of them would do backup singing, background singing to right. uh, establish artists. Some of them would work with companies and write jingles for commercials. You know, he talks about it in a documentary. I don't want to like, I just want to give you the cliff notes of it. But basically they yeah. were paying their, they were paying their dues yeah, at that dudes. point. Mm-hmm. And Whitney Houston did all of that. She sang backup. She had a show. I think she had like a, a, a show at nightclub and she did, um, did jingles. And yeah. eventually she was able to, uh, oh, some, some artists would even record demos. Like they would just, they would, they would be right. paid to record demos for other artists and for songwriters. And <laughs> They were actually working in the industry doing actual music. Like they were, they were singing, they were performing, and um, they also. He also talks a little bit too about art or artist development, where they were taught. You know, they were get extra singing classes, acting classes, mm-hmm. classes on etiquette, and like just how, how to, to you know how to perform. Yeah. Exactly, you have to be a triple threat. You have to be able to sing, dance, all of that. They were very talented. They were very talented performers. They could sing, they could dance, they could act, they could do everything. So when they actually became famous, were working in the industry, were signed with the with the record label, they could perform, you know, go on tours, perform, right. record an album, and then work on different projects. Like they were going to work in television. Look at Whitney Houston; like she did it all, you know. Mm-hmm. And I just <laughs> as she should. Multi-town. These days, all you have to do is have a phone and access to you, the internet and YouTube, and, be and you can become famous and be and, and be and be attractive. Yep, because there is definitely an emphasis on sex appeal definitely. and being able to um being, to you actually sing or write. Them kids, yeah, and them kids are blowing through that money. Not really. They they buying these big mansions. They doing all this stupid shit. But I'm like. Where you gonna be at in twenty years? Because I'm like, you no, know, the lifespan for the influencers is about five, probably six years. Shit, and that I'm depends like, the if they don't get into no drama or racist. Yeah, and, and, and shit, sometimes that makes their career go long. Because why the That's fuck true. is Jeffrey Star still relevant with all the shit he doing? Why, why James Charles not in jail for all the the, the, the kids he be, mm. the, the the young teenage boys, the children that he be trying to he be trying to get dick pics out of and try to. Get, Try to get flown out, mm. but then I'm like, I'm like, with the internet shit, all those trends changed so fast. Exactly. By 2020, by 2025, like half y'all gonna be irrelevant and be broke. Like, I'm like, TikTok is big right now, but shit, so was Vine, mm-hmm. so was Instagram. Like that shit is gonna be some cool new app that that's gonna pop up. And half of y'all are not gonna survive the transition. Mm-mm. Just okay. like half of the Vine stars, when Vine was getting ready to die, or when they got popular, they switched their ass to YouTube. Mm-hmm. Half them couldn't make it as a YouTuber. They fell off. People who couldn't make it as a Twitch streamer, they fell off. Like y'all, and just because you look good on camera does not mean you can sing. Yeah, I just be sitting. I'm just like, so now you. They don't are, have I, their hours. They don't have. They don't have to. They haven't practiced. I follow. I be following people on YouTube who make prank videos, who do cooking videos, who do vlogs, mm-hmm. and then all of a sudden, oh yeah, my album dropping. Like, excuse me. Like, yeah, they be I, quick I, to do that. This one YouTuber. 
Yeah, this one tube, this one YouTuber, him and his brother, and sometimes they mom, they they do restaurant reviews and stuff like that. But but I found them because they make a habit of going to restaurants and hotels that Gordon Ramsay had on his TV show mm-hmm. on, mm-hmm. On, on, on Hotel Hell or Kitchen Nightmare. Mm-hmm. Like they go they go to those places to see like if it's still good, if like they kept the improvements. Mm-hmm. But that's how I found them. And then, come to my surprise, I'm like, I'm like five videos in. Get to the end of the video. Yeah, my new single's out now, guys. All right. Who? Mm-hmm. You been here eating food, doing bathroom reviews, other restaurant, but now you're Because anybody can sing. It artist? don't matter. As Apparently. As, as you marketing and you a brand, it don't matter. You will be put But how on. long does that last? It doesn't. Like, as long as you can market yourself and sell you, yourself, it's going to keep going. Advertising going to buy into that. And that's just it. Because like I said, again, it's everything is marketable. But not forever. You ain't gonna, you, but you ain't going to be at the Super Bowl like Beyonce did three times. You never you know now. At- the talent pool is thin. Yeah, because that's what that was. That was one of the things that they were saying in, the, in, in that documentary was that like you putting all, you just taking these people from the internet and putting them on the Grammy stage. Like they have... Mm-hmm. So they've earned the right to be there. They haven't paid their dues. They don't have the the same level of talent that previous musicians and artists had before them. But you're throwing them out there and just and it's just production. Because they, yeah. they can sell. That's it. Like, it's like uh, who? Swahiti. What's that? Sweetie. Yes. Don't get me started on Sweetie. Yeah, she's oh, a Sweetie. Yeah. Oh, I know, I know her. Sweetie, the karaoke she did girl. That. Sweetie came to fame. Did she still make it? Girl, I don't know where girl, she at. I don't know where she at now. I think she got that song that I like with, um, like, what's her name? Doja um, Cat. Doja Cat. And I just got into her music, Best like, I want to say last year. Cause I, yeah, that's, that's that song. I like that song. Best you friend. Know, you know, you know. Oh, see, Nick, what you got? I, I'm, I'm gonna send you a link because she it was some Trilla fight event. That's some other thing, but I don't want to get into that. And they had her as like oh. the halftime Trilla fight Swahili? performer, sweetie. Oh, girl, that performance was so stale. You ain't seen it. Girl, that performance was no, so stale. No, I ain't seen it. I don't even watch music performances that much anymore. The girls can't do it. What state? What saved her performance was Do- Doja Cat came out for her part and had the energy. She she was ready. She was singing live. Cool. She was giving. Yeah, I was gonna say Doja and Cat. Sweetie, I you know, and you can watch her growth mm-hmm. if you watch them her, her earlier performances live. Girl was breathing hard. She she wasn't hitting the notes right. But she practiced. But she kept coming, going out there and kept going yes. out there. She, she, she did what, what Nick said. Mm-hmm. Nick said they ain't putting in the hours. Doja she was Cat putting in the hours. in the hours. That's why she's the Someone girl. need to tell Sweetie. Yeah, she, she, is, she is the moment right now. And like I said, I, at first, I didn't know anything about Doja Cat. I was like, I don't, I don't listen to any of these new artists. But I actually sat down and listened to her her album. Um, What is it? Planet Her. Planet Her. And I was like, okay, this is actually really good compared to a lot See, of the music that I was like contemporary music, this is actually a really good pop project. I enjoy this. But you don't know how to how the world fell in love with Doja. I think I do. Bitch, I'm yeah, I guess, and that's that, that's why I wasn't taking her. You're not. 
That's what that's what it was. I couldn't stand it. I thought it was. I just thought it was so Girl. so. I'm gonna be honest. I just thought it was complete nonsense. And my friend was like, was. That's, that, "No, no, that was the point." Uh-huh. That was the whole and point. Uh, my friend was like, "You know, I was like, who is this Doja Cat?" And she was like, "You know, Moo, I'm a cow, Moo, I'm." I'm like, "Okay, I'm never mind. I'm good." I'm I know her with her. that and a uh, bad wig too. But I heard that song she did with SZA, <laughs> "Kiss Me More," and I was like, more. "Wait, is that Doja Cat?" That I like was- that. You know, cyber sex and, you know, in 2020, it was lacking so much our type of content. But cyber sex had me in a chokehold for a while. I was like, mm-hmm. oh, okay. That was about. Let me, I'm, I'm getting it. And then she dropped Kiss Me. And I was like, okay, maybe Doja Cat. She got a, she got a couple. I'm, I'm going to give it to her. But I love SZA. See, it's, it's some, of, she, some of them, some of them slip in. SZA is another one of those artists others. that. It's arguably like okay, maybe she's not one of, maybe she's not on the she's same not, level as previous ones. But there is something about her. It's, it's not even sex appeal. It's not even just the aesthetic for me. It's her. It is her voice. I like the sound of her voice, mm-hmm. and same. I enjoy her music. Um, same. But it's not like I wouldn't compare her to like you know. And I hate to compare people anyway, but she's definitely. She like a Keisha Cole to me. No, like she got it. No. She got it, but she Mm-mm. don't. I was. I'm always iffy with Keisha. Mm-mm. I'm not gonna lie to you. Cause Ke- Keisha Cole now, Keisha, can sing. She got some She has. She can sing, but she has her own wave. That's I like what I call I it like it Whisper Girls. Like it's her, Sabrina Claudio, Janae Aiko, like uh, mm-hmm. Elena Baez. Mm-hmm. Like it's like the Whisper Girls. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, the, but you see, of that of that group, though, I think SZA has longevity. Um, it's 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 not the vote. I think she picks the right songs, and she Jenea she so produces too. it well. Jenea my I, sister I was telling me yesterday or the other day how she um how she incorporates healing sounds in her music. Mm-hmm. And it's different instruments. She does. I thought that was really cool, and that's unique. And I mean, and, and that's probably what's needed these days, yeah. honestly. Yeah. So I think artists like that can make a make a lane for themselves. Like they're not necessarily singing in a traditional sense or doing right. classic, classically trained music or performing in, in a classically trained way, like your Whitney's and your Mariah's and mm-hmm. um, ladies of the past or artists of the past. But they're doing something different with music, and right. it's something to be appreciated. You know what you said, Nick, how the, how, they, how the new people, they putting out the music so fast, back to back to mm-hmm. back. I was watching a video earlier today that was talking about how people flopped in their sophomore albums. Because people would people drop songs. Crucial. And then, but, but it's like the attention span of, of the target market is so short. Mm-hmm. We don't listen to Sometimes, albums anymore. But like, if you're, if you're not like a Beyonce or a Rihanna or Drake, like a legacy act, afford to go. You can't afford to go two, three years without putting out a project. Hell, you could probably you you probably can't even afford to go six. Years. Look at Rihanna. When Rihanna came out in two thousand and five, Homegirl was putting out an album every summer. Mm-hmm. If and you look that, at her discography, yeah. she was putting out a new album every single day. summer. She was just throwing them out there. And I mean, every single album. I will say, Classic. I will say, every album was had it had hits. They had hits on them, but I feel like each project got better and better and, and better. Cohesive. Even though she was, even though she was, it was definitely they were definitely more cohesive. Even though she was still a new artist and she was, um, you know, still trying to find her footing, she still was putting out quality work. In my opinion, I thought it was good, and it was. Um, 
that that last album, Anti. Oh, forever. She don't need and to drop no more. That bitches in the she don't code. need to drop no more after that. But if she did, it would hit because we've been waiting for an album mm. since. Anti. But you know what? I but don't even don't know gotta, if you, you don't got to. You don't gotta put music it is, and then she been teasing us. She been on features, so we still getting. We still her. Get, we not getting the full. See, I that, think that goes back again to her being a legacy act. But with these new girls, with the timing, like Nick is saying, it is crucial. Look at Normani, like Normani. Yes, and I'm rooting for Normani, but whoever that the fuck album, is Normani's management, fire them, girl, because Wildside with Cardi album. B. Album should have been put out. The Love Lies song with yes. Khalid. There should have been an album right after that. Like, what yes. is going uh-huh. on? Like, you put out two bangers back to back, but with no project behind them. Like, come on, girl. Your first album was good. Motivation. You was on the Grammy stage performing Motivation. And like we like we said in the past, artists used to put out an album. They would promote the album for a couple years. They were putting out singles. You know. Right. Even though the album was already released, they're still dropping new singles for the for the album. And, the and video. like Janet, yeah, Janet, Janet would drop three singles, then take her ass on a two year two year long mm. tour, and then while she on tour for those two years, she you, dropping four singles. Singles. exactly. That's from Rhythm Nation. She dropped singles from like eighty eight, eighty nine to ninety ninety one, mm-hmm. and she, and she was able to ride. The, and now, now things are different too, because back then. Like we were saying, you have to get in your car, go to the store, and buy a physical copy of the music to have it. And you oftentimes, mm-hmm. you would buy the single sometimes, but most of the time people were buying the whole album. They weren't just buying the single. Right. And nowadays with iTunes and, you know, you know, all the other streaming platforms, you can buy singles. You can just buy individual songs if you, if, if you like, if you don't want to listen to the whole album. So it really is no incentive for an, for an artist to take the time to put together a cohesive album like they used to and that's what i hate because Mm -hmm. i love putting it able to put on an album and listen to the whole album and not skip a song you know yeah you don't really get to do that anymore yeah because most of the time the albums are like six or seven songs and then they don't label it as an album it's an ep EP. the songs are two minutes and 18 seconds like Mm -hmm. what happened to the song I remember when good music had twelve to fifteen minute songs. That's another thing too. The songs are getting shorter. For five minutes, then you got somebody talking. Hey, girl, you know why they shorten it? They short because they need they need to be able to be a TikTok song. Mm -hmm. Our attention spans are shorter. Attention spans are shorter. They need to be able to have a TikTok dance creative. That's how that's how the music getting promoted. I wouldn't be surprised. That's free promotion too. You know, marketing is very expensive, and now with with the advent of social media, you can promote an artist's music just by you know sharing a song and making up a little dance to it. You know, that's one way of doing it. That's another thing. There, there are there are artists who strictly make music. So content creators can put it in their YouTube videos, in their TikTok videos. Like it's actually it's a whole it's a whole second. Like they, it's literally a genre. They're like content creator creator artists. Wow. They make music simply so you know we if you if you watch a YouTube a YouTube like a vlog video, you hear like a you hear a song in the background, you're like, oh, this is a, this is a, this is some new shit I never heard before. Who is this? Mm-hmm. It's probably because an art they hired someone to produce a song. Mm-hmm. So they can play it in their background or their video. I mean, get your coin. That's a, sis, so that's a whole other section. I'm not gonna listen get to it. Get your coin, but like, you ain't it's gonna be quick. on tour. Like, yeah, that's definitely not 
not for me. I'm good on that. I don't, I, I don't know who that artist is where people are dragging her because she on some type of tour, but you can definitely tell she can't. I forgot who or what her name was. But she on she black. She on some tour right now, and people have been dragging this woman because it ain't given what's supposed to be doing. Mm-hmm. Oh, I don't know. You know what artist I discovered who, you know, not really a new artist, so I don't know who the fuck she thought she was, um, who she was playing with. The new people don't know her, but, but Money Long. Oh, she been around for years. Mm-hmm. Bitch, try, try to change your name. I, I know well, that face. I know yeah, who Yeah, I respect the, you know, having to... But I'm... I love you know switch up or whatnot, but they didn't take her seriously back in the day. And then like when she got into songwriting and stuff like that, that's when she kind of like got put on. But I mean, respect to her for like you know take off. Finally, now she gets to sing her music that she writes and she produces. So shit, shout out to her. And and that and it better have a hee hee in it. Oh, I want it. (laughs) Because even these girls now, they don't even write. I mean. And a lot of girls don't write their own music, but I respect the girls that do write their music and can play guitar and stuff like that. Oh, Marcus, you you had shared that article with us from the the Shade Room about the uh, what was that? The uh, Capitol Records signed first artificial intelligent rapper. FN Mecca. <laughs> what? So what does the world that mean? To? So he's like a um a hologram, right? It's an artificial intelligent um artist. I put artist. He's a rapper. It ain't real. It's a rapper. It ain't flesh. It ain't bones. It's it's some 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 some. It's it's some a, computer code. Y'all, did y'all ever see that movie Pixel Perfect on mm-hmm. the Disney? That's never seen it. Yeah. yeah. Oh, you should watch that's that. That's what it's given. They these they, exactly this group, this singing group, this um, they were like in high school. Um, they created a hologram. Well, their friend, mm-hmm. who's a computer whiz, he created a hologram to be the lead singer for their group because they needed a lead singer because the lead singer was just not able to perform and provide mm-hmm. the pizzazz that they were looking for. And what she was supposed so to be. They, so he created this hologram, which was a blend of a different pop stars and whatnot and she was able to sing dance she was very talented but she wasn't real and it caused a lot of conflict between the group members because they were able to finally get put on the map but the the original lead singer she was feeling kind of she was feeling some type of way because this girl was getting all the attention and she wasn't even real and she was like i'm putting all my effort and my emotions into this into making this music and i'm not being you know celebrated for it and um it, 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 it's a good, it's a good movie. Um, yeah. One of the better. Oh. But then the hologram, the hologram started catching feelings because she was just like, "I want to feel the rain. I want to feel like you know what it's like to be a human being." Mm. And I'm just like, "How is you experiencing emotions and you a hologram? You a whole hologram over there?" Okay, it's the movie. It, yeah. It's a movie, but that was the whole point is just warning people about the dangers of trying to utilize artificial intelligence to replace, you know, human. Artistry or Which whatever, doing. And, and that's, that's what this what this is right here. Because mm. like, if this pop off, because again, it goes back to marketing and branding. If this mm. pop off, what's the need of finding talent when we can just artificially exactly. create it? 
they won't have to worry about paying artists anymore. They won't have to worry about paying for lawyers, you know, anymore. Yeah. Only yeah, but who's the voice behind the music? They can. Well, see, like someone has to. They can actually. They can actually artificially create that too. But I think for this situation, this this um artist, this I'm sorry, this uh, what is it? A hologram, artificial intelligent rapper. A whole rapper, like what? A human actually is voicing this 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 artificial intelligence. This a a human actually is voicing this. But they and are they going to be fairly compensated? Who knows? They might be, but. They were saying in the future that, that that even the human providing the voice might not even be a thing, and then the AI can create their own music. Like this thing has its own following in Instagram. Like what and are on we TikTok. doing? It's the most famous um, AI what on TikTok. Are we I think. Doing, uh, and this is making news. Has mm-hmm. over one billion views on TikTok. This yeah. is so stupid. 10 million followers on TikTok and it's not real. Florida Water and has a collaboration with other artists? Mm-hmm. So voiced by a human, but everything else is based in AI. Yeah. And then it says, I quote from Capitol Records, the label said the signing is part of evolution of the music giant's 80-year history, calling it a preview of what's to come. Mm-hmm. So you what girls out here, like, you girls out here that can't sing, y'all finna get replaced real soon with holograms. Well, I was I was watching a YouTube video, and that was one of the things that the guy was saying. He was like, with these hard-headed ass rappers, he was like, now we can actually have rap music. That doesn't involve a lot of the lifestyle that comes along with that. They were saying, like, yeah, ain't nobody gonna get shot. It. Exactly, <laughs> that's exactly what he said. Anybody gonna get shot? And I was just like, damn. And I that's was like, real. that's actually a good point because now you're 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 creating something that's an asset to a record label and not a liability. Mm-hmm. It's gonna bring in the money, yeah. not, not, not cause you to spend the money. So, yeah, y'all better watch out. That's crazy. It's not looking so good for y'all. It's not looking so good for y'all. That is crazy. That's my first time seeing that. That's so... But they're doing that shit for everything now. Like, they really want to get rid of us. Everything is finna just be holograms and all this, you know, artificial shit. Like, it's already happening. That takes to me though that that takes away the magic of artistry because I've always appreciated a human devoting their time and energy mm-hmm. into perfecting their craft and something they love from that. Yes, mm-hmm. and now we're gonna have machines doing it. It's just not the same. Mm-hmm. Like, where's the soul gonna come? Like, our music, you could feel it like they pain if they was going through it or if it was time mm-hmm. to turn up, you can hear it. Music like, where so you gonna get, it, it get that you from? Cry. Like, you know like, what I mean? Music so good it make you cry because you when you hear them singing, you can tell that they sing it from experience. Like, yeah, some albums don't save people lives, so I'm just like, how are you gonna like, draw that emotion say, from oh, this? Oh, oh. Like, right? Where are you gonna get the feeling from this rapper? And what is he even fucking rapping about? Like, he ain't got no experience. <laughs> like, you just made him up. So like, how hard it is in cyberspace? It's, it's rough in the cyberspace. <laughs> when he gets, he he got burned, got a computer virus. 
Like what? We can't really do that. <laughs> Period. Like what? I'm sorry, that's, that's messed up. I'm sorry. I'm no, sorry. it ain't. That's I mean, real. But, it's, but it's true. Like, I just I don't know. I can't think, think of anything else. <laughs> it's real. Beefing with Siri, Alexa. Like yeah. You don't have beef with, with Siri and Alexa and, and and Corona. Like what the fuck is happening? Like I'm trying to understand. It's really weird. Of it. Like it's 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 stupid. It makes no sense. Why are we having artificially... And then taking our music and what we created, too. I don't like that. That's nasty. It's always Mm. like our genres. You're taking hip-hop and burning money. Yeah, like, what? I don't even... Is the rapper black? What is he? I don't even know... What is he? Actually, he... he Is he? With a green beard? And it's just like, okay... Y'all trying to market to kids? Like somebody played somebody played Sims way too much. Yeah, and was like, shit too far. We finna okay. do it. I don't remember the Sims being as wild as they are now. Yeah, the we Sims is wild. Them the mind because yeah. they get in STDs and STIs. Yep. everyone's having sex with everybody. Mm-hmm. Like I thought it was really cool that they could actually have like gay characters back People then. Like they high. weren't they weren't labeled as that. But then I realized, I guess. The Sims genders don't work the same way as you know ours do, so that's fine. But that was like the most like wild thing for me when I was playing it. Now everyone's getting STDs and STIs. It's just mm-hmm. it's just crazy. And I'm just like, what in the world is happening? All types of stuff to people. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's crazy. But they're taking it too far with this. Like that's scary. the new girls already can't. Yeah, the new girls already can't sing. Now y'all. <laughs> They gonna have to step it up. You gonna have to they step really it up. To step it up. Like I swear to, if, if if a year or so from now, if I see this fucking like, artificial intelligent rapper is nominated for best new artist, oh that's coming. I'm fucking done. That's best new artist. I'm done. That's definitely coming. Winning winning hip hop single or or album of the year. Come on now. Somebody gonna have to sue. Somebody gonna have to shoot up capital. Like somebody gotta do something. Somebody go 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 put a virus on his on, on the system that he on because something ain't right. Yeah. But you know that's like bad up. enough bad enough people they gonna wanna sell it. Concerts. People were doing virtual concerts in fucking Fortnite. That was bad enough. Why are people buying, paying twenty dollars to go watch Ariana Grande's Fortnite characters sing and dance? It's a it goes back to that branding and marketing. It's all yeah, what it is: like, selling a brand to make that money, bring that money. I don't need Ariana Grande here. I could pay half of this, make a mod of her, throw her on stage, and charge people twenty dollars oh, and make billions. It wasn't even a mod. It, it, was, actually, sound it was actually to me. her. It was actually like she she record she she like did like some live recordings of her music mm-hmm. and she approved the design of the of of her and she like helped the 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 coders choreograph the movements like she actually was a part of the show. Also, she was a part of this. Okay, I have yeah, a question. Like, I have a question. Do you all Shoot. think? Do you all think that consumers? You know, those of us who listen to and take in all the music and whatnot that's being put out. Do you think we're forcing the industry in this direction? Because a lot of us love the idea of perfection. And there's only so much a human can do 
realistically. Mm-hmm. So the fact that we're only that we're willing to I guess uh, force yes them to push no. them to this limit that that's why we're kind of moving in this direction because Ariana Grande has an amazing voice, right? Mm-hmm. And some of the things that she does on her and on her recorded albums or in the studio, she's not always able to replicate in a live performance it, or it's very difficult sometimes and it can put a lot of strain on her. And mm-hmm. I have to wonder if, you know, in creating these artificial intelligent beings that mimic that kind of puts, I don't think it's us. No, no, I don't, I don't see. I, I, Yes and no. I don't think Nothing yes and no. We're in I don't think we're in that demographic where it's causing a switch. We're no longer in that majority demographic where they they need our feedback, they need our like to know what, what we're into. See I definitely feel like Generation Z and, and, and Skew and Younger, they're they're the TikTok generation. Mm-hmm. So they they want the quick fifteen, twenty second clip and that 15 20 second clip needs to be perfect because it needs to grab the attention so they can not only use it to produce their own content but also to go on whatever listening to whatever music app and download it mm-hmm. so i feel like for that for, for the tiktok money generation, yeah for the tiktok generation it has to be perfect every time because that's how you get them to reproduce it and to also listen to it. Mm-hmm. But for us, you know, we, we if that 20 seconds good, we, we gonna go check out the entire song. But past that 20 seconds, if that shit don't hit, we we damn near liable to fuck to say, no, fuck the whole artist. Like, yo, yo this <laughs> one song didn't turn me off from you. Like, fuck, the, that 20 seconds was cute, but the rest of it was, was bad and fuck you. So I think it's yes and no. I feel like the TikTok generation is forcing them to do. It's yes and no. That's all I can say. Yeah, well, I was just and I was thinking too of like even just in in appearance because you remember when we were growing up, there was always this idea, of the pressure we put on women to look a certain way, to have the perfect body, to to have the perfect mm-hmm. um, appearance, physical appearance, and we learned that a lot of the women we see in these photos and magazines and whatnot or online exactly it's 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 not realistic so that's what i was kind of getting at that you know the fact that we continue to consume the the media that they're putting out that we know is you know not perfect Mm -hmm. or we or it's been altered to look perfect does this incentivize them to continue to do that because it seems like now we're going into the idea we're getting into the idea of not even involving humans in the process at all. We're going to create right. We can just create the perfect beings, and yeah. there's that. And I'm just like the whole the whole for me the whole magic was was in the fact that these are human beings who can do these amazing things with their voices or who have these very unique looks about you know physical characteristics mm-hmm. that make them that, that cause them to stand out. And that was to me what, what was enjoyable was the fact that it was a human that had these, you know, characteristics. I mean, the more and more I learned about, you know, how um, they alter people's appearances, airbrush, you know, Photoshop, whatever, I could understand, you know, that that wasn't how they actually look in, 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 in person or whatever. And I could get past that. But like, when it comes to listening to music, you know, I always thought like voices like Whitney, voices like Mariah, like 
Celine Dion. These are amazing, talented women. And the fact that they are human beings is what makes them amazing, that they can do these right. things with their voice. And they put so much time in developing. I mean, they these are definitely... I think God-given talents, but at the same time, mm-hmm. they spent time cultivating the talent that they were given and perfecting it. To my and I, as far as perfection can go for the human, yeah, because their voice is generally just an instrument, and they train exactly. and practice with exactly. that. Um, but again, it just goes back to like society and how everything is just microwavable now. And if I can invest in an artificial person in copy and mimic a human being and it might be more or it might be less i i don't know the you know actual figure amount but if i can do that and i don't have to pay this being that i'm creating because it's technically not real and i can pocket all the sales off this like it's all about just a money grab it's easier what way i can cut somebody off to make more money essentially and it's not about the talent at all like we can see it in a lot of things now. Like people don't, people are just not like talent. People are not singing anymore. People are not even rapping anymore. Like Mm-mm. people are and other groups about every damn thing. Yeah. Like everything is Dr. Susie. Like no one's really rapping or putting any passion into it. I mean, there are artists, wait, but they're wait, not mainstream. Girl, you just say Dr. Susie. Yeah. <laughs> yes, they are. They definitely are. And well, you know, I think about what you guys were saying about hip hop being 40 years old. And I remember it used, they used to talk about like hip hop was, Mm -hmm. they they talked about a lot of the violence and whatnot and that they were experiencing, but it was often in response to racism, uh, white supremacy. You know, these were the forces that created these circumstances and environments that these rappers lived in. And they were just basically sharing that with us in an artistic way that's what hip-hop started off as but eventually but it evolved they... into the it evolved into the the gangster rap in like the early 2000s and that's kind of when it shifted well it was the okay the 90s i guess what i'm, I guess I'm, what I'm referring to the like the early 2000s when they started talking about like it it, it, it all just became glitz glamour drugs women mm-hmm. you know it but wasn't about like it wasn't about it wasn't about like you know my struggles and you know the challenges I faced growing up in this harsh environment anymore that wasn't the emphasis I'll put it that way it wasn't the emphasis anymore now we're talking about like like y'all were saying but they had diversity they had diversity 50 cent well he no he would drop no I'm in the club but then he could drop a bang of like 21 questions and then you know yeah but the the whole premise that here and there too but then you had that's and that's when it that's that's when it really started going in that direction i'm not saying that 50 cent isn't a talented artist although i will say i really enjoy his television work that that he's been putting out um since power yeah yeah that's his lane that that yeah, mm-hmm. but definitely yeah, no. like with his error, I will say the promotion of violence and shooting was that like it was exactly. absolutely that it was that propaganda. It was, being it was glamorized. Yeah, it was, it was glamorized, and that's that's what I was really yeah. getting at. Was like his whole that's what I was getting was, at. I was shot and I survived. Like mm-hmm. that, that generated money, and from there, other record labels saw that and was like, "We need the next Fifty Cent." Exactly. 
and, and that's when I other think- artists came in and trap music with ti came out and that southern sound and you know all of that and it was came. always rap rap music was always seen as a way or becoming a rapper was always a, a way of it was seen as a way to better your circumstances as a black person in this country. Right. Like this was my way out the hood, essentially. Right. You know, at one point it was always like, oh, you could become a a, a, a singer or, yeah. or um, an athlete. That was your way out of the hood. You know, it was never mm-hmm. really focused things, you know, and I know for, I know that there are reasons for that too, but it was not really an emphasis on education and becoming a successful person in business or becoming a doctor, yeah. lawyer, that sort of thing. That wasn't always emphasized. We didn't have a lot of examples of that, but definitely becoming an artist, musician, or becoming an athlete, those were like seen as your way out of the hood. Mm-hmm. And rap music became another version of that. Right. And- I'm going to sell my trauma to you. You relate. You're going to buy it because you do relate. And mm-hmm. we're going to capitalize off of it. Mm-hmm. And that's what record labels definitely did. Because, like, exactly. I remember back in 2003, like, that was, like, a big, he was, like, a big deal. And then mm-hmm. everything, everyone else was kind of, like, recycling the recipe. Like, the game, all of a sudden the game came about. Like, him getting shot. Just the same, like, same scenario, same story. So I will mm-hmm. say definitely... There was different variations of hip hop during that time, but that was heavily being promoted because it was bringing in a lot of money with right. the violence. It was bringing more money that they have. Well, the black kids, a lot of the black kids, especially those who live in the hood, could relate to that. And then right. every, all the white kids who live in the suburbs, it was a fantasy for them because it was again, it was glor- it was glamorized, it glamorized that life, and that was their way of like, I guess, ooh, I'm so, I'm so. It, it was one way for them to piss off their parents. But it was just, you know, a, a, a cool way for them to kind of feel like they're, you know, getting a taste of that life. And that's what it was. It was, mar- it was marketed and packaged and, you know, marketed to them as that. So, like you say, branding up. Yeah. So that was, that's kind of what hip hop has evolved into. It, yeah, it, and that's all it, what it, it is now. Honestly, mm-hmm. it's that 50 cent era of just violence really like they're not really mm-hmm. rapping and you do have some that are rapping of other things but it's not mainstream like if it's not commercial if somebody ain't getting shot or i'm doing this and that to you and you know fuck your enemy you're not selling anything that's what that's what it is now you know what i mean so mm-hmm. it's just really interesting how like the dynamics of music like change over the years and what's hip and what's hot and again you know what I can sell. Right. What I can absolutely sell to you. So um, I'm really curious of how this rapper, this artificial thing is going to work out. I'm really curious to see. It's going to take, if it becomes a success, it's going to take some jobs. And it's, gonna, <laughs> it's definitely going to change the music industry as a whole. Mm-hmm. If I can Are we even going to listen to music anymore? I know I'm not yeah. going to probably enjoy music anymore at all because I'm going to still listen to the same songs that I've been listening to for the last mm-hmm. 20 years because I don't like music like I used to. Yeah. Music, I just don't enjoy it. And I'm definitely not going to enjoy some manu- some computer um, manufactured music. Mm-mm. Yeah. There needs to be humans involved in the creation, 
production and recording of the music. I don't want to hear something that your algorithm created. Right. Because that's all it is, honestly. It's mm-hmm. the algorithm. Like, it's not, they don't have a soul or anything genuine to put passion exactly. into the music. And that's why we love the music. When we see people, again, going back to taking the time and writing and playing instruments and stuff, like, the essence of that. And we're not going to feel any type of way with something artificial, like, it's just going to be like, oh, that's a computer. Like, who cares? Like, unless it's a hot beat, because, you know, it don't take much anyway now. Besides putting like a dope beat on something and people are, you know, in tune with it. I will say, I mean, it might work for the younger generation because they've grown up with technology and it's a, oh, this is cool type of thing. But for us that are older, like, yeah. it's just like damn we really losing the essence of music like this like to technology like (laughs) uh we came about when auto-tune wasn't even like being used as heavily as it is used now you know artists still had to be able to sing in order to perform and and if auto-tune was used it wasn't used as extensively as it's used now. And now I feel like a lot of artists don't even have to really be able to sing. They can just use auto-tune to perfect their voice um, electronically. Right. And as long as they're not being expected to perform the music, who really cares? Because mm-hmm. I feel like a lot of the... I don't know if you if you enjoy watching the Real Housewives franchises. Yeah, but I watched them, yeah. Some of the Real Housewives have put out singles or you know music and i'm just yeah. like you don't sing yeah. come on <laughs> but it's but that's yeah that's what we're in now like that it's entertaining but it's it's not music it doesn't a lot of it doesn't really touch my soul the way you know music used to it's just come and go just pop like popcorn like it just mm-hmm. that's it come and goes it's a conveyor belt. You know, they mm-hmm. they pump it out. They just pump it out like fast food. Just come and go, go through. Yeah, it. You know the quality of fast food is. And I don't even think the music industry is gonna let. And I think that's probably why they're trying this artificial thing. I honestly feel like the music industry is dying. It is dying. They no can't one keep up anything talent. creative. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's not selling a whole lot of creativity. I feel like it's been a sl- it's been dying since the mid 2010s. I feel like that's when a lot of the creativity. I, yeah, I feel like mid 2010s that that's when influence the influence ism kicked off, and I feel like since then it's just been that. Mm-hmm. That's why we. We are, that's why we've been begging Rihanna to drop an album. That's why we was begging for Beyonce to drop an album because we needed right. people that we going back to the legacy acts again. Yeah, we, we want an artist that we could trust to give us some good shit to pump out something. Because, like I said, you know the girls, the girl, the new girls can't sing. So, well, thank y'all for listening to us rant about these girls. You know, hopefully some <laughs> of them can prove. Hopefully some of them can prove us wrong. I don't there are some that's out hope. there that you know can, yeah. but you know, still gotta get we it gonna, together. We, we gonna stay on their next, but join us next week because I want us to go back 
you know, last last season we did two episodes on a bunch of cases that weren't getting, you know, cases about from black about black people that weren't getting a lot of media attention. Some of those cases have been solved. Some of those cases are still unsolved, mm-hmm. and the families themselves are still fighting from for for the visibility, you know, to, to get the case solved. So I want to go back and revisit some of those cases and talk about some of the new ones that have popped up in the last few months. So join us next week, people, because we're going back to those POC crimes that have gone unnoticed. Bye. Do you like horror movies, like Halloween and the Blair Witch? Well, if you're like me and you do, you should join me and listen to the Haddonfield Horrors Podcast, where they discuss and review horror movies and horror movie franchises. If you're not listening to the Haddonfield Horrors Podcast, you're definitely missing out. Oh, Marcus, you you had shared that article with us from the, sh- the Shade Room about the... Bro, uh, what was that? The... Uh, Capital Records signed first artificial intelligent rapper FN Mecca. <laughs> what? So what is does the world coming to? So he's like a um a hologram, right? It's an artificial intelligent um artist. I put artist. So he's clothes. a rapper. It ain't real. It's a rapper. It ain't flesh. It ain't bones. It's it's some some some. Some, it's it's some computer code. Y'all, did y'all ever see that movie Pixel Perfect on mm-hmm. the Disney Channel? I've never seen it. Yeah. yeah. Oh, you yeah. should watch That's that. That's what it's given. They these they, exactly this group, this singing group, this um, they were like in high school. Um, they created a hologram. Well, their friend mm-hmm. who's a computer whiz, he created a hologram to be the lead singer for their group because they needed a lead singer because the lead singer was just not able to perform and provide the. Mm-hmm. Pizzazz that they were looking for. What she was supposed to so, be they, so he created this hologram, which was a blend of a different pop stars and whatnot. And she was able to sing, dance. She was very talented, but she wasn't real. And it caused a lot of conflict between the group members because mm-hmm. she, they were able to finally get put on the map. But the the original lead singer, she was feeling kind of she was feeling some type of way because this girl was getting all the attention and she wasn't even real. And she was like, I'm putting right. all my effort and my emotions into this, into making this music, and I'm not being, you know, celebrated for it. And um, it, it, it's a good, it's a good movie. Um, yeah. One of the better. Yeah. But then the hologram, the hologram started catching feelings because she was just like, I want to feel the rain. I want to feel like, you know, what it's like to be a human being. And yeah. I'm just like, how is you experiencing emotions and you a hologram? You a whole hologram over there? Okay, it's but the it's, movie. It, yeah. It's a movie, but that was the whole point is just warning people about the dangers of trying to utilize artificial intelligence to replace, you know, human artistry or Which whatever. They're doing. And, and that's, that's what this, what this is right here. Because mm-hmm. like, if this pop off, because again, it goes back to marketing and branding. If this mm-hmm. pop off, what's the need of finding talent when we can just artificially exactly. create it? They won't have to worry about paying artists anymore. They mm-hmm. won't have to worry about paying for lawyers, you know, anymore. Yeah. They'll own yeah, the, but the who's the voice behind the music? They can. Well, see, like someone has to. They can actually. They can actually 
artificially create that too. But I think for this situation, this this um artist, this I'm sorry, this uh what is it, a hologram artificial words. intelligent I mean, rapper? This a whole rapper, like what a the human f- actually is voicing this 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 artificial intelligence. This a, a human actually is voicing this, but they, the and thing, are they going to be fairly compensated? Who knows? They might be, but. They were saying in the future that, that that even the human providing the voice might not even be a thing, and then the AI can create their own music. Like this thing has its own following in Instagram. Like what and are on TikTok. we doing? It's the most famous um, AI what on TikTok. Are we I think. Doing, uh, and this is making news. Has mm-hmm. over one billion views on TikTok. This yeah. is so stupid. 10 million followers on TikTok and it's not real. Yeah. Florida Water. And has a collaboration with other artists? Mm-hmm. So voiced by a human, but everything else is based in AI. Yeah. And then it says, I quote from Capitol Records, the label said the signing is part of an evolution of the music giant's 80-year history, calling it a preview of what's to come. Mm-hmm. So you what girls out here, like, you girls out here that can't sing, y'all finna get replaced real soon with holograms. Well, I was I was watching a YouTube video, and that was one of the things that the guy was saying. He was like, with these hard-headed ass rappers, he was like, now we can actually have rap music. That doesn't involve a lot of the lifestyle that comes along with that. They were saying, like, yeah, ain't nobody gonna get shot. It. Exactly, <laughs> that's exactly what he said. Anybody gonna get shot? And I was just like, damn. And I was like, real. that's actually a good point because now you're 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 creating something that's an asset to a record label and not a liability. Mm-hmm. It's gonna bring in the money, yeah. not, not, not cause you to spend the money. So, yeah, y'all better watch out. That's crazy. It's not looking so good for y'all. It's not looking so good for y'all. That is crazy. That's my first time seeing that. That's so... But they're doing that shit for everything now. Like, they really want to get rid of us. Everything is finna just be holograms and all this, you know, artificial shit. Like, it's already happening. That takes to me though that that takes away the magic of artistry because I've always appreciated a human devoting their time and energy mm-hmm. into perfecting their craft and in something they love from that. Yes, mm-hmm. and now we're gonna have machines doing it. It's just not the same. Like, where's the soul gonna come? Like, our music, you could feel it like they pain if they was going through it, or if it was time mm-hmm. to turn up, you can hear it. Music and like, where so you gonna get, it, it get that you from? Cry. Like, you know like, what I mean? Music so good it make you cry because you when, when you hear them singing, you can tell that they sing it from experience. Like, yeah, some albums don't save people lives, so I'm just like, how are you gonna like, draw that emotion say, from oh, this? Oh, oh. Like, right? Where are you gonna get the feeling from this rapper? And what is he even fucking rapping about? Like, he ain't got no experience. <laughs> like, you just made him up. So like, how hard it is in cyberspace? It's, it's rough in the cyberspace. When well, he gets he he got burned, got a computer virus. Like, like what? Know. We can't. <laughs> Period. Like what? I'm sorry, that's I that's can't. messed up. I'm sorry. I'm no, sorry. it ain't. That's I mean, real. But, it's, but it's true. Like, I, just, I don't know. I can't think be, of anything else. Who he gonna be, who he <laughs> it's gonna real. Be beefing with Siri, Alexa. Like, 
Yeah. You have beef with, with Siri and Alexa and, and, and Corona. Like, what the fuck is happening? Like, I'm trying to understand. It's really weird. The of it. Like, it's, it's, it's stupid. It makes no sense. Why are we having artificially... And then taking our music and what we created, too. I don't like that. That's nasty. It's always no. like our genres. You're taking hip hop and another way to burning money. Yeah, like what? I don't even. Is the rapper black? What is he? I don't even know. What is he? Actually, he, he is he with a green beard and it's just like okay, y'all trying to market to kids. Like somebody played. Somebody played Sims way too much. Yeah, and was like, too far. We finna okay. do. It. I don't remember the Sims being as wild as they are now. Yeah, the Sims is wild. Because yeah. they get in STDs and STIs. Yep. Everyone's having sex with everybody. Mm-hmm. Like I thought it was really cool that they could actually have like gay characters back People then. Like they weren't, they weren't labeled as that. But then I realized, I guess the Sims genders don't work the same way as you know ours do. So that's fine. But that was like the most like wild thing for me when I was playing it. Now everyone's getting STDs and STIs. It's just mm-hmm. it's just crazy. And I'm just like, what's in the world? What's happening? All types of stuff to people. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's crazy. But they're taking it too far with this. Like That's scary. the new girls already can't yeah, the new girls already can't sing. Now y'all <laughs> They gonna have to step it up. You gonna have to they step really it up. Have to step it up. Like I swear to if, if if a year or so from now, if I see this fucking artificial intelligent rapper is nominated for best new artist oh, that's at coming. the Grammy, I'm fucking done. That's best new artist. I'm done. That's definitely coming. Winning winning hip hop single or, or album of the year. Come on now. Somebody gonna have to sue. Somebody gonna have to shoot up capital. Like somebody gotta do something. Somebody go 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 put a virus on his on, on the system that he on because something ain't right. Yeah. But you know that's like coming bad up. enough bad enough people they gonna wanna sell it. Concerts. People were doing virtual concerts in fucking Fortnite. That was bad enough. Why are people buying, paying twenty dollars to go watch Ariana Grande's Fortnite characters sing and dance? It's a it goes back to that branded and marketing. It's all yeah, what it is: like, selling a brand to make that money, bring that money. I don't need Ariana Grande here. I could pay half of this, make a mod of her, throw her on stage, and charge people twenty dollars oh, and make billions. It wasn't even a mod. It was actually her. It was actually like she she record she re- she like did like some live recordings of her music mm-hmm. and she approved the design of the of of her and she like helped the 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 coders choreograph the movements like she actually was a part of the show. Also, oh, she was a part of this. Okay, yeah, I have a question. Like, I have a question. Do you all Shoot. think? Do you all think that consumers? You know, those of us who listen to and take in all the music and whatnot that's being put out. Do you think we're forcing the industry in this direction? Because a lot of us love the idea of perfection. And there's only so much a human can do realistically. Mm-hmm. So the fact that we're only that we're willing to, I guess, uh, force them to no. push them to this limit, that, that's why we're kind of moving in this direction. Because... Ariana Grande has an amazing voice, right? Mm-hmm. And 
some of the things that she does on her on her recorded albums or in the studio, she's not always able to replicate in a live performance it, or it's very difficult sometimes and it could put a lot of strain on her. And mm-hmm. I have to wonder if, you know, in creating these artificial intelligent beings that mimic that kind of puts... I don't think it's us. No? No. I don't, I don't see, I, I, yes and no, I don't think... Nothing yes and no. We're in, I don't think we're in that demographic where it's causing a switch. We're no longer in that majority demographic where they, they need our feedback, they need our, like, to know what, what we're into. See, I definitely feel like Generation Z and, and, and skewing younger, they're, they're the TikTok generation. Mm-hmm. So they, they want the quick 15, 20 second clip. And that 15, 20 second clip needs to be perfect because it needs to grab the attention so they can not only use it to produce their own content, but also to go on whatever listening to whatever music app and download it. Mm-hmm. So I feel like for that, for, for the TikTok Money generation, grab. yeah, for the TikTok generation, it has to be perfect every time because that's how you get them to reproduce it and to also listen to it. Mm-hmm. But for us, you know, we, we if that 20 seconds good, we, we gonna go check out the entire song. But past that 20 seconds, if that shit don't hit, we... We damn near liable to fuck to say no. Fuck the whole artist. Like yo, yo this <laughs> mm-hmm. one song didn't turn me off from you. Like fuck the, that twenty seconds was cute, but the rest of it was was bad and fuck you. So I think it's yes and no. I feel like the TikTok generation is forcing them to do. I, it, it's yes and no. That's all I can say. Yeah, well, I was just and I was thinking too of like even just in in appearance because you remember when we were growing up, there was always this idea. of, the pressure we put on women to look a certain way, to have the perfect body, to, to have the perfect mm-hmm. um, appearance, physical appearance. And we learned that a lot of the women we see in these photos and magazines and whatnot or Fabricated online. Alter. It's, exactly. It's, it's, it's not realistic. So that's what I was kind of getting at that, you know, the fact that we continue to consume the, the media that they're putting out that we know is, you know, not perfect. Mm-hmm. Or we, or it's been offered to look perfect. Does this incentivize them to continue to do that? Because it seems like now we're going into the, we're getting into the idea of not even involving humans in the process at all. We're going to create all right. We can just create the perfect things, and yeah. there's that. And I'm just like the whole, the whole for me, the whole magic was was in the fact that these are human beings who can do these amazing things with their voices, or who have these very unique looks about you know physical characteristics mm-hmm. that make them that, that cause them to stand out and that was to me what, what was enjoyable was the fact that it was a human that had these you know characteristics i mean the more and more i learned about you know how um they alter people's appearances airbrush you know photoshop whatever i could understand you know that that wasn't how they actually look in in in, in person or whatever and i could get past that but like when it comes to listening to music you know I always thought like voices like Whitney voices like Mariah like Celine Dion these are amazing talented women and the fact that they are human beings is what makes them amazing that they can do these things with their voice and they put so much time in developing 
I mean, they, these are definitely, I think, God-given talents. But at the same time, mm-hmm. they spent time cultivating the talent that they were given and perfecting it to my and I, as far as perfection can go for the human yeah because their voice is generally just an instrument and they train exactly. and practice with exactly. that um but again it just goes back to like society and how everything is just microwavable now and if i can invest in an artificial person in copy and mimic a human being and it might be more or it might be less i i don't know the you know actual figure amount but if i can do that and i don't have to pay this being that i'm creating because it's technically not real and i can pocket all the sales off this like it's all about just a money grab it's easier what way i can cut somebody off to make more money essentially and it's not about the talent at all like we can see it in a lot of things now like people don't people are just not like talent people are not singing anymore people are not even rapping anymore like Mm-mm. people are other groups about every damn thing yeah like everything is dr susie like no one's really rapping or putting any passion into it i mean there are artists wait, but they're wait, not mainstream girl, you just say dr susie yeah <laughs> yes they are they definitely are and well, you know I think about what you guys were saying about hip hop being 40 years old. And I remember it used, they used to talk about like hip hop was, Mm -hmm. they they talked about a lot of the violence and whatnot and that they were experiencing, but it was often in response to racism, uh, white supremacy. You know, these were the forces that created these circumstances and environments that these rappers lived in. And they were just basically, sharing that with us in an artistic way that's what hip-hop started off as but eventually but it evolved they... into the it evolved into the the gangster rap in like the early 2000s and that's kind of when it shifted well it was the okay the 90s i guess what i'm, I guess I'm, what I'm referring to the like the early 2000s when they started talking about like it it, it, it all just became glitz glamour drugs women mm-hmm. you know but it wasn't see, about like it wasn't about it wasn't about like you know my struggles and you know the challenges I faced growing up in this harsh environment anymore that wasn't the emphasis I'll put it that way it wasn't the emphasis anymore mm-hmm. now we're talking about like like y'all were saying but they had diversity clubs. they had diversity 50 cent well he you no, know, he would drop you no know, I'm in the club but then he'd drop a bang of like 21 questions and then you know yeah but the, the whole premise that here and there too but then you had that's and that's when it, that's, that's yeah, when it really it, started it, going in that direction i'm yeah. not saying that 50 cent isn't a talented artist although i will say i really enjoy his television work that, that he's been putting out yeah. his, um since power yeah yeah that's his lane that that yeah, mm-hmm. but definitely yeah, like <laughs> his error. I will say, the promotion of violence and shooting was that. Like it was exactly. absolutely that. It was that propaganda. It was, gl- was glamorized. Yeah, it was shooting. and that's that's what I was really yeah. getting at. Was like his whole that's what I was getting was, at. I was shot and I survived. Like mm-hmm. that, that generated money, and from there, other record labels saw that and was like, "We need the next Fifty Cent." Exactly. And, and that's when I other think, artists came in and trap music with T.I. came out and that Southern sound and, you know, all of that. And it was came. always, rap Rap music was always seen as a way, or becoming a rapper was always a, a way of, it was seen as a way to 
better your circumstances as a black person in this country. Right. Like this was my way out the hood, essentially. Right. You know, at one point it was always like, oh, you could become a a, a, a singer or yeah. a, um, an athlete. That was your way out of the hood. You know, it was never mm-hmm. really focused things, you know, and I know for, I know that there are reasons for that too, but it was not really an emphasis on education and becoming a successful person in business or becoming a doctor, yeah. lawyer, that sort of thing. That wasn't always emphasized. We didn't have a lot of examples of that, but definitely becoming an artist, musician, or becoming an athlete, those were like seen as your way out of the hood. Mm-hmm. And rap music became another version of that. Right. And... I'm going to sell my trauma to you. You relate. You're going to buy it because you do relate. And mm-hmm. we're going to capitalize off of it. Mm-hmm. And that's what record labels definitely did. Because, like, exactly. I remember back in 2003, like, that was, like, a big, he was, like, a big deal. And then mm-hmm. everything, everyone else was kind of, like, recycling the recipe. Like, the game, all of a sudden the game came about. Like, him getting shot. Just the same, like, same scenario, same story. So I will mm-hmm. say definitely... There was different variations of hip hop during that time, but that was heavily being promoted because it was bringing in a lot of money with right. the violence. It was bringing more money that they have. Well, the black kids, a lot of the black kids, especially those who live in the hood, could relate to that. And then right. every, all the white kids who live in the suburbs, it was a fantasy for them because it was again, it was glor- it was glamorized, it glamorized that life, and that was their way of like, I guess, ooh, I'm so, I'm so. What it, it was one way for them to piss off their parents. But it was just, you know, a, a, a cool way for them to kind of feel like they're, you know, getting a taste of that life. And that's what it was. It was, mar- it was marketed and packaged and, you know, marketed to them as that. So, like you say, branding up. Yeah. So that was, that's kind of what hip hop has evolved into. It, yeah, it, and that's all it, what it is now. Honestly, uh-huh. it's that 50 cent era of just violence really like they're not really mm-hmm. rapping and you do have some that are rapping of other things but it's not mainstream like if it's not commercial if somebody ain't getting shot or i'm doing this and that to you and you know fuck your enemy you're not selling anything that's what that's what it is now you know what i mean so mm-hmm. it's just really interesting how like the dynamics of music like change over the years and what's hip and what's hot and again you know what I can sell. Right. What I can absolutely sell to you. So um, I'm really curious of how this rapper, this artificial thing is going to work out. I'm really curious to see. It's going to take, if it becomes a success, it's going to take some jobs. And it's, gonna, <laughs> it's definitely going to change the music industry as a whole. Mm-hmm. If I can Are we even going to listen to music anymore? I know I'm not yeah. going to probably enjoy music anymore at all because I'm going to still listen to the same songs that I've been listening to for the last mm-hmm. 20 years because I don't like music like I used to. Yeah. I just don't enjoy it. And I'm definitely not going to enjoy some manu- some computer um, manufactured music. Mm-mm. Yeah. There needs to be humans involved in the creation, production, and recording of the music. I don't want to hear something that your algorithm created. Right. Because that's all it is, honestly. It's mm-hmm. the algorithm. Like, it's not 
they don't have a soul or anything genuine to put passion into the music and that's why we love the music when we see people again going back to taking the time and writing and playing instruments and stuff like the essence of that and we're not gonna feel any type of way with something artificial like it's just gonna be like oh that's a computer like who cares like Unless it's a hot beat, because, you know, it don't take much anyway now. Besides putting, like, a dope beat on something and people are, you know, in tune with it. I will say, I mean, it might work for the younger generation because they've grown up with technology. And it's a, oh, this is cool type of thing. But for us that are older, like, it's just like, damn, we really losing the essence of music like this? Like, to technology? Like... (laughs) I, we came about when auto-tune wasn't even like being used as heavily as it is used now, you know, artists still had to be able to sing in order to perform. And and if auto-tune was used, it wasn't used as extensively as it's used now. And now I feel like a lot of artists don't even have to really be able to sing. They can just use auto-tune to perfect their voice um, electronically Right. And as long as they're not being expected to perform the music, who really cares? Because mm-hmm. I feel like a lot of the, I don't know if you're if you enjoy watching the Real Housewives franchises. Yeah, I watched them. Yeah, some of the Real Housewives have put out singles or you know music, and I'm just yeah. like, you don't sing. Yeah, come on. <laughs> but it's but that's yeah. That's what we're in now, like that. It's entertaining, but it's it's not music. It doesn't. A lot of it doesn't really touch my soul the way, you know, music used to. It's just come and go. Just pop like popcorn. Like it just mm-hmm. that's it. Come and goes. Thank God like, we still have it's like, it's, a con- it's a conveyor belt. You no, know, they mm-hmm. they pump it out. They just pump it out like fast food. Just come and go. Go through. Yeah. You know the quality of fast food is. And I don't even think the music industry is going to let, and I think that's probably why they're trying this artificial thing. I honestly feel like the music industry is dying. It is dying. They no can't one keep up anything talent. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's not selling. a whole lot of creativity. I feel like it's been, a sl- it's been dying since the mid-2010s. I feel like that's when a lot of the creativity... I, yeah, I feel like mid-2010s, that, that's when influence... The influenceism kicked off, and I feel like since then, it's just been that. Mm-hmm. That's why we, we. That's why we've been begging Rihanna to drop an album. That's why we was begging for Beyonce to drop an album because we needed right. people that we going back to the legacy acts again. Yeah, we, we want an artist that we could trust to give us some good shit to pump out something. Because, like I said, you know the girls, the girl, the new girls can't sing, so. Well, thank y'all for listening to us rant about these girls. You know, hopefully some of them can prove. Hopefully some of them can prove us wrong. I don't know. Some but, that's out there that you know can, yeah. but you know, still gotta get we it gonna, together. We, we gonna stay on their necks, but join us next week because I want us to go back. You know, last last season we did two episodes on a bunch of cases. That weren't getting, you know, cases about from black about black people that weren't getting a lot of media attention. 
Some of those cases have been solved. Some of those cases are still unsolved and the families themselves are still fighting for, um, for, for the visibility you know, to, to get the case solved. So I want to go back and revisit some of those cases and talk about some of the new ones that have popped up in the last few months. So join us next week, people, because we're going back to those POC crimes that have gone unnoticed. Bye. Should we do an intro?